Hey everyone, and thanks for joining us again on the Big To Do Podcast. My name is Nitin Gumaste. I'm your host. And with me, I have Annie Stewart and Chitali Gumaste as well. Today, we're going to be talking about wedding planning and wedding planners. We actually have a two-part feature for you. We're going to be talking about the role of the wedding planner. Specifically, what does a wedding planner do? What is the role that he or she plays in your wedding or in your event? And the second part is when you should actually hire one. These are actually two very separate but equally important questions. You know what? Rather than me doing the talking, I'm going to hand things over to Annie, who's going to get us started with this discussion. So Annie, take it away. Well, for starters, when you go to an event planner, what you need is your big picture of what you want. The first thing they're going to ask you is, what are we planning? Are we doing a wedding? Are we doing an event? Like, what is the big picture that we start? And that's where you start. And then they are going to help you brainstorm and realize your vision. If you go in there with, you already have the venue that you want, you already have the caterers that you want, the DJs that you want, if you already have that planned out, then they're just going to follow your lead and go with what you want to do. If you walk in there and don't have any idea, you just know, I'm getting married, then they'll help you with that too. That's their main point is they are basically your staff then to help you create your big event. Um, They use their experience that they have and help you fill in any things that you might have missed. For instance, if you have a venue that just has ambient light and you want to have a dance floor with spotlights, they're going to tell you because they've been in that venue, you know what, you're going to need a lighting designer to get you what you want. And that may be something that you hadn't thought of, or even if your DJ hasn't been there, or if you're hiring an orchestra instead of a DJ, they're not going to bring lighting. So this is where that their expertise is going to come in to help you realize those kinds of things. And that's when they're worth their weight in gold. Yeah. And also at the same time, when you're, when you're thinking of an event, they help you save money. You don't realize it initially going into it, but you're, they are professionals. They know this field so well that they can even guide you through like, okay, if they understand your vision that, you know what, I want a team going in my event. And you have a one vendor in mind that, you know, who will provide that, but they may have more than one, you know, and they will know that, okay, you know what, they will provide you equally the service that the, the previous vendor is providing or much better. Plus, at the same time, they have connections. They will be able to help you save thousands, you know, if not hundreds at times. It depends on how big your wedding is or how big your events are, but they will be able to help you save money as well. And it's not just the investment in money, it's also the time. If you go into an event planner and you really haven't started yet and you don't know what you want, they're going to have a whole list. Let's say you're looking at a venue, for instance. You want something with either some kind of water feature or indoor plus outdoor places for everyone to be, or you want a view of the skyline. You don't even know where to start, and you could literally spend hours or days researching, especially in the New York City area, all these places that could possibly fit your needs, and then you have to go visit all of them. You walk into a good wedding and event planner and tell them, I want a water feature with a skyline view of Manhattan. They're going to be able to tell you, first of all, if that exists in their experience, and right away, they could probably list three or four places, try these, and they're going to be already within the budget that you've brought to them. 
Yeah, and there's so many times, you know, the past weddings we have done, Annie, that in, in during summer, some people want to have a winter theme because, unfortunately, due to their schedule, their family traveling, friends traveling from different parts of the world to be there, and they can't be there, but they want to have this winter theme going. And then, okay, well, you know what? We need to find a way where we can have the fake snow appeal going into your wedding. Then, you know what? Yeah, there are a couple of locations, venues, who would specifically design to do that for you but as as a client you're not aware of those things but as professionals as your wedding planners we do know those places and in fact we can even show you how it looks and what all other fun things you can do with those things so those are the details you know sometimes you may think that okay fine you want to get married in a barn and yes, barns is like, oh, who gets married in a barn? Believe me, some of the best weddings are out of barns as well. You can have the best tents, decor you want. You can have a fountain. You know, the people, there are portable fountains that you can make it look so gorgeous. And you cover that with flowers and wines and stuff. It looks spectacular. But it depends, like, what do you want? And then how a wedding planner can help you incorporate those things and make it a reality for you. And, and just to add, you know, you mentioned barns, surprisingly inexpensive. If you're on a budget, totally worth considering. You might think, ah, not as charming, but you'd be surprised with what can, what can actually happen. And actually, it's very trendy to have rustic weddings. The last year, two years, it's been quite on trend to go that more rustic route. And also, for those of you who might be a little bit more crafty, those rustic weddings are a lot of things that you can do yourself to save money if you're into that kind of thing. You yes. can make your own centerpieces with some very beautiful ideas, which a good event planner may have for you. It's very true, very true. And then you can have this amazing antique-looking uh, or rustic-looking invitation cards. Uh, so you have the same thing going. Uh, you can have your flower bouquets accordingly, so not fresh flower at times. You know, fresh flowers is good. So, you know how you want to preserve your fresh flowers or your boutonnieres or anything, even for your flower girls, if you want to save those, if you have fresh flowers going around the basket, you want to save all that, preserve all that, you can do it. But that does in involve a lot of cash as well, because then, of course, you have to pay extra for somebody to get it preserved, or you need to have the sprays handy if you want to do it on your own, or you can always get the rustic, those wooden flowers. That somebody can make for you and they are silk flowers uh, they are fantastic they can bring so much of character to your wedding so those are little details that you know as 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 a bride and groom you're so excited about your wedding you may not think of those details but as professionals they have all those things because they've seen it they have been part of it they have helped create those things and it's just they have been part of so many weddings that they they know your wedding planners will know and, you know, one thing that occurs to me is whether you want to have these grand set pieces, uh, you, you're more of a DIY person, you want a more hands-on, a more intimate wedding where all of your guests or all of your friends are involved, there are plenty of options that a, that a wedding planner can pose or even create for you that kind of give your wedding a very special feeling. So that kind of leads into our next little segment is especially if you're on um, a DIY feel, wedding and event planners will help you stay organized. So if you want to create all your own custom centerpieces, if you want to origami or table cards, they're going to come up with a timeline of events for you. 
That way you can stay on schedule and you know that you have plenty of time to get everything done. And they're going to help you check in with yourself, especially on those projects that could take some time to make sure that you aren't in the last week trying to prepare for your wedding, let's say, and you're trying to get all of this done at the same time. And, you know, do it yourself. Sometimes it is fun. The wedding planner can even help you that how you can bring in your family members together if you want to do those things on your own. You can bring in your bridesmaid together. Those are the fun events. You can actually make it as part of your bachelorette events as well. And, you know, we're going to talk further more in detail about, like, you know, things you can do for a bachelorette party in, in our future episodes. But there's something that you have an idea to, like, all these details, a wedding planner helps you decide. You know, there's something I actually want to touch on, which is you talked about time. And I realize that time is one of the hardest things to manage in an event, in any kind of event, but especially for a wedding, since it does have so many moving parts that require your attention not in a linear fashion in that you finish one task and move on to the next, but there's several things happening all at once. And because of that management aspect, look, I'll be the first one to admit, I'm not the, the best judge of you know how to, how to manage time. Sometimes I need some help with that. And that's just, you know, in my day-to-day life. Gosh, I don't even want to think about when we were getting married, how all the tasks that went into it, I'm sure. I'm sure if I were planning my own wedding just by myself, it would have been a, let's just say, less spectacular affair. Let's just, I'm just going to leave it at that. So, Annie, I, I want to pull you into this, you know, when, when you're thinking about managing time, your time, the bride's time, what are some of the key considerations and, and what are some of the best practices uh, that you follow and that you would you would uh, give to a bride? Well, the key actually to a timeline is that there usually is not only one. And that's kind of where people do tend to get overwhelmed in those timelines because you have your event timeline leading up to the day of the event. So you have all of your tastings if you're doing catering or with your bakers and then you have your event visits you have your engagement pictures if that's on there you have all of these visits with all of your vendors that have to be scheduled and then it's not just your schedule it's is the fiance coming along with are the parents coming along with it really depends on everybody's schedule and bringing that all together which that in and of itself would require a, a professional scheduler. Yeah, and at the same time, like, have you been to any event when a vendor is not running behind? There is something, and especially, like, us being in the tri-state area, the traffic, it is, it's something that you can't really prepare yourself for. Like, there is an accident, you know, during winter time, you have snow and stuff, you have icy roads. So you have to, you have to keep some time, some leeway when you make those timelines that you have some time for if anything happens somebody's running late you know you're still able to if your event is still going on smoothly even even all those things are happening in background that as as client you don't want to know believe me because you will stress more and that could be for any event you know in your big day or it could be your engagement or your baby shower you just certain things you don't want to be aware of because it stresses you out it will stress you out and really guys it, it is your specialty is that really what you want to be thinking about do you really want to be sweating logistics when it's your special day and all you want to do is well and you get married obviously but also just be with your family be with your friends they they've made time to come spend it with you yes in our experience most of the time 
Our clients just want to have the day go smoothly and they want to be there to see those people who came from miles or all over the world sometimes to see them and be with them, which is why they tend to bring us in. Okay, so so let's let's actually illustrate where time management actually comes into question. Sure. So basically on your typical wedding day, let's say, your event planners are usually up around 6 a.m. that morning at your venue, making sure that everybody is showing up on time. So while you're getting your beauty sleep for the next maybe hour or so, they're already up working for you, which is a huge plus. Then they're coming by your hotel room or they have their staff coming by your hotel room or your home or wherever you are to make sure that you are up, your makeup artist is there, your dress has already been delivered the night before, I'm sure, or many weeks before. But they're making sure that everything is in place, that you are first and foremost getting fed. Because so many people forget to eat on their wedding day and then they're about to pass out before the wedding ceremony actually happens. They're making sure you think of all of those things. So they're going to be there at that point in time. They are also probably going to have some kind of emergency kit with them as well. So heaven forbid someone drops something or nail polish or something gets on a dress, they're going to have something to help fix that. Because again, you're not just paying them for time management necessarily. You're paying them for having all of that expertise and knowing what's going to go wrong and being able to fix it. Again, you want to sit back and enjoy the day. Now, while someone's there with the bride, someone's also with the groom because the groom has their own timeline of events. Now, the guys may not take as much time to get ready, but they're still making sure that they're getting everything done that they need to get done. And then you have the whole everybody needs to come together for either photos or to get to the venue on time. You don't want to have to worry about all of your bridesmaids showing up, all your groomsmen showing up. You just want to worry about you getting there. Your planner is taking care of getting everybody gathered. They're calling people. They're getting people out of bed. They're making sure everybody is up and getting to where they need to be. And then you have the actual ceremony. Um, There are times where, you know, you want the ceremony to start on time. You don't want people out mingling. I mean, you want people to mingle, but you don't want them all hanging out outside or in the lobby when it's time to get the show started. So they're going to be herding people into the designated space to make sure that everything can start at least somewhat on time. And that things go smoothly at that point. And then you have the exit of the venue or entrance into another part of the venue where you have to herd people in and out of any kind of place to get them either in cars to move on to the reception location or in the next room to move on to the cocktail hour. They're helping herd all of those people. So all you have to do really is your part. Walk in, get married, walk out, go enjoy your guests. That's all you have to worry about. And then there's the reception. So while you're mingling with your guests, your event planner has already made sure that the bar is running, that the caterers are on schedule, that the baker has arrived with their cakes, that all of that clockwork has already been put into place behind the scenes. So that way, when you walk into your reception room, the decor is already up, the tables are set, everybody is ready to enjoy that time. So to make a day go so smoothly, what do you have to do ahead of it? Organize, organize organize. That is the key. So what do you have to do and what does what do you expect your your bride or your couples to do? Usually we expect our couples to approve of those timelines. Like we will initially come up based on what the contracts have with the vendors. Like what the vendors have promised to deliver, they usually have a timeline of what they want. We'll take their timeline into consideration when we create our big day of timeline and then we sit down with the bride and the groom and we let them know this is what we propose on the smoothest transition. If they have any issues or questions or want to change things, that's the time to do it. Because we don't want to make those changes on the day of. 
And normally these timelines are fairly tight. So we usually have a staff of, depending on how many people, we'll have a staff of maybe two or three running around, making sure that everybody has somebody at a point of contact as far as on our staff with the vendor so that nobody has to bother the couple on that day. You know, that's the, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this because, you know, when we're working with, with our clients, this is what we do at Wedding Elegance NYC. We are expecting a relationship with you uh, as the bride and groom. For as much as we're doing a lot of work, you know, behind the scenes, there are some things that we need your participation in as well. In our experience, we've seen two extremes. One is where the bride and groom uh, decide that they want to make all the decisions, which kind of then defeats the purpose of hiring a wedding planner. The other extreme is where you delegate everything to the wedding planner and you just kind of sit back and say, well, my work is done. And the sweet spot is actually in the middle. It's not the extremes. It's in the middle where participation from the bride and groom is required. This is a collective effort. You know, we're here to serve you. This is because this is about your event. And so we want you to be inquisitive, to ask us questions, to honestly keep us on our toes. Because that's how we're making sure we're giving you what you want. And in terms of the service we provide, we're putting in our best effort, our best product. Our effort is our product. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would say that would be good advice for anybody who's dealing with any vendor, not just an event planner. But if you are talking with your decorator and they have all these great ideas, um, you want to make sure that your input is also getting heard. Because, you know, they may have done something like that similar for somebody else and may have this predetermined vision in their head. If you want something special about it that's going to say, this is me and this is what I want, you need to step in and let them know. I mean, that's how you create your perfect environment. And it's your vision. You want to make sure that that's what you see. This is who, as a couple, you are. You know, you want to show your own characteristics in some way in the wedding because that's how people relate that, you know what, yes, this is who I know, you know, yes, this is so them. You want to know that. You don't, you don't want a wedding for who, somebody else. Like, it's your vendor's wedding, you know, because, oh, it's all their thought. It's, no, it needs to be yours. Because, trust me, in our experience, if you leave it to your vendors, how do I put this? If you leave it to your vendors, you get the event you get, not the event you want. That is correct. Right? Think about it. A, a vendor, somebody who does the decor, for example may have some set pieces, some props that they've got, and they would deploy them at a number of weddings that they might be doing. And it works in their favor, right? Guess why? Because they've made a, a certain investments in whatever equipment that they have, and in order to maximize their profits, they're just deploying it time and time again. They don't have any additional expenses that they need to make, right? So it falls to you as the customer, as, as the person getting married, to be clear or work with your wedding planner to arrive at that vision of what your wedding should be. And then you take that conversation, you take that vision, and then talk to all your other vendors. Because you got to be in command. Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, if you hire, for instance, if you hired Wedding Elegance NYC to do a full service package for you, you were going to tell us what your vision is. We're going to go with you when you visit all of your vendors, and we're going to make sure that you get what you have asked for. Exactly. And just to add to that, you know, we've been talking about weddings uh, up until this point, but there are so many events that even lead up to a wedding, whether that's, you know, a bachelorette party or a bachelor party, 
or Annie, please please step in and help me out with whatever other events that might exist because I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss most of them. But the idea is we not only help you plan just the wedding, but so many life events that lead, that lead up to it. And I'm, you know what? I'm honestly even going to throw in a quinceanera. We kind of mentioned this in the first episode, and I'm going to bring it up here again. These are all life events that mean something. They're symbolic. They're a milestone in, an, in, in the life of an individual. And we help plan and build on every single one of these. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, after the wedding comes the baby showers. So we, you know, we have those. You've got the birthday parties. It doesn't have to necessarily be some big giant event. A lot of people get in their minds that, oh my gosh, if I have 500 people coming, that's when I need an event planner. It's not necessarily like that. If you just want help with a vision for 150 people in your home, you can still hire an event planner. It's just really about what you want and how much time you have to put the work into your vision. So everything we've said so far really leads us into into the next topic and our next episode, which is when you should actually hire a wedding planner. Several considerations there as well, but we're actually going to build up the suspense and end this episode for now. So... On behalf of Annie and Chathali, I want to thank all of you for listening to this episode. Our music is by Jazzar. I hope you enjoy it. And we look forward to having you join us for the next episode as well. Thank you all. Bye.